the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ is both Lord and Savior of you and me. But he's also the example of how life ought to be lived by you and me. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the firstborn of many brothers. He is our elder brother and we are his many brothers. That means that he's the big brother who's supposed to show all the other brethren how to successfully represent the Father. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent him too. Our big brother Jesus shows us how to represent the Father the way God the Father wants us to do. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father in all these things, and Jesus will show us how to do what it is that God wants us to do properly, like he plans for me and you to do. We're all supposed to be imitators of Christ. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Praise God. So good to see y'all out in the house of God today. Praise God. I'm so glad you came to hear what the Lord has to say. Because if you came to hear from him, hear from him is what you about to do. Because I flat out got a word for you. I got a word that's going to bless you, not stress you, but allow you to step into the best of what God has in store for you. That's if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. And he's going to be talking to you too. I guarantee you, he's going to be talking to you. He's going to talk to everybody in this room today. That's if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's got to say. He's going to talk to each and every one of you and share with you clearly, I say clearly, what it is he expects you to do so that you can be able to step into the fullness of things he has in store for you. So ooh-wee, ooh-wee, ooh-wee. If I was you, I'd have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Now, 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 I'm going to tell you ahead of time. I love y'all. Praise God. I want you to know I love you. I love you dearly. Praise God. You're on my hearts at all times. I love you, man. Praise God. And don't mistake anything I'm about to say for anything different than that today. Because what I'm about to share with you is love. Praise God. In a way that God wants to do. So look at your neighbor and say, hey, no neighbor. Your neighbor. He really do love you. Or at least he say he do. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. I, I do, though. I love you. Praise God. And I'm going to share with you clearly what the word of God has to say so that you can be able to understand what it is that we need to do to step in the fullness of what God has to say. Now, to the 8 o'clock service, I told them, I'm, I know I'm about to irritate or inspire a lot of you today. Praise God. I said I'm about to irritate or inspire a lot of you today. Praise God. But since it's the 11 o'clock, I'm, I'm leaning more toward the inspire section than the, than the irritate section. See, this is the kind of message that an irritated person has been in Christ for a little while. Praise God, because they get a chance to be able to find out, although they think they got it going on and they're doing everything that they're supposed to do, they look clearly at the word and see that's not what they're doing. 
But pray, but for the 11 o'clock, some of us, we just got saved last week. Praise God. Amen. Not me. Praise God. But some, some folk got, just got saved last week. So they like, I already know I ain't doing it. Praise God. But now I know what to do so I can step further into what God has in store for me and step into the fullness of what God has in store for me to do. So I'm excited about this one, praise God, because I know where I was getting groans at the 8 o'clock, I'm going to get amens at the 11 o'clock. Let me hear some amens up in the house, praise God. Well, I know I was getting rolling eyes at me and stuff at the 8 o'clock, praise God. I know I'm going to have bright eyes shining at me at the 11 o'clock. Let me see bright eyes. All right, praise God. Where, 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 where I'm going to see folk elbowing one another and say, hey, that ain't this good. Go ahead, do that. Say, ain't this good, praise God. I ain't going to see like, at the 8 o'clock people sharpening their elbows and looking at me. Praise God. <laughs> I want to elbow thee, praise God. I know I'm going to get some folk up in here that's going to be excited about it, praise God. Come on, let me hear excitement, praise God. Woo! Glory to God. That's what I'm going to be hearing throughout this message, praise God. And just in case they don't, tape that for me and play it back in case they ain't saying nothing. Praise God. <laughs> Y'all do it again so they can tape it this time. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So anytime that they get quiet on me, just hit that button and let, it, let, let that sound go. <laughs> so it can make it sound like the audience is doing it. Praise God. We're going to continue the teaching that we started just a little while back. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. Being Imitators of Christ. Because that's God's desire for me and you. Those of you who have been born again receive Jesus Christ on the inside of me and you. God intends for us to be imitators of him. That's his purpose for our life. That's one of the things he wants us to do in our lives is he wants us to be imitators of him. Well, if that's what God wants us to do, that's what we're going to do. That's what we've been learning about in this series and learning how to do what God wants us to do. Because it's not enough that God tells us what he wants us to do. It's important for us to understand how to do what he tells us to do. Because we know how, then we can go ahead and do what it is he wants us to do. Not stepping back saying, I don't know how to do it. Now you know how to do it. So we're going to teach about a little bit about that today in Jesus' name. So once again, if you're not already doing it, don't get upset. Just learn that this is what he wants you to do and learn and to make the adjustments so you can do in your life what he wants to do. Because there are great things waiting for you. There's great things that he has already available to you. The Bible puts it this way. He says, I have not seen nor have ear heard nor have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has in store for them that love him. I got anybody in here that love God? Praise God. Well, there's some awesome, I said awesome stuff waiting on you. There's some awesome, I said awesome stuff that he wants to do through you. But now you got to line up with him the way he wants you to in order to be able to manifest what he wants in your life too. Because it's for those who love him. Those who love him are those who obey him and do what he tells them to do. And so I'm so glad I'm standing in the midst of a people up in here that's going to do what God said do. I got anybody in here that's going to do what God said do? Well, there's awesome stuff about to come through you. We're going to do a, a short review. Then we're going to move forward into today's installment of what he has in store for you. So please, please, please have a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Ephesians chapter 5, we'll start reading in verse 1. It says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ also have loved us and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smell and savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as become saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger nor unclean persons nor covetous man who is an idolater, have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. 
walk as children of light. For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. That's God's word to me and you. Now, he originally wrote this in the book of Ephesians, praise God, whereas God, through Paul, was speaking to the church at Ephesus. But he put it in the book because he's talking to the church of us as us. That's, that's us as us. Praise God. Of word of faith us here over here. Praise God. He, he put it in the book so we can read it too. So we can know that he's not just talking to them, but he's talking to me and you. Are you listening to me up in here? It's written to his children because he, the, the, the scriptures are written to believers. They're not written to unbelievers. They're written to believers, especially the epistles, because the epistles are written to those who have already received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and tell you how to be able to live this thing out now that you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now that he's done all these things for you, let me tell you how to appropriate this in your life and what kind of life you should have as a result of what he did for you. That's what the epistles do. Well, we're reading it out of the epistle to Ephesus. And he put it in the book for the rest of us so that we too can be able to know that this is God's desire for me and you to know what the will of the Lord is and to wake up. God's talking to his church right now and telling his church, wake up. Why is that? Because people who are asleep do things that they don't even know that they do. People who are asleep are doing things and are oblivious to what they do. They're saying stuff that they don't even know that they're saying. They doing stuff, you know. They don't even know they're doing. But while they sleep and you wake them up, they find out, was I doing that? Let me stop that and begin to start doing what I'm supposed to do and conducting my life like I'm supposed to. Well, the church of the living God has been sleepwalking. We've been doing things we ain't got no business doing, saying things we ain't got no business saying, laying people we ain't got no business laying, doing things we ain't got no business doing. And then he come back to us right now and say, hey, wake up. I want you to know what the will of the Lord is. What's the will of the Lord? That we quit acting like fools and act like we wise. Quit acting like fools. Now, he's talking to his children right here, remember? Now, we learned that there's one definition for a fool, and that's a person that says in their heart that there is no God. Well, thank God we ain't that kind of fool because we know that there's a God. Praise God because it's a fool that says in his heart that there is no God. It's a fool that says it was a big bang that wasn't started by nobody. Praise God. How you going to bang something without somebody starting to bang? Praise God. But there was a big bang where it wasn't started nobody. And all this stuff out of nowhere just came up and formed up in here. And we got people with all kind of hair. Praise God. Now, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's a fool that says something like that. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. You know, but yet there's some fools like that. I'm so glad we ain't fools like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor say, you ain't, are you? Praise God. Amen. But we ain't. They didn't say they are. No, we ain't. Praise God. But we find out there's a second kind of fool that it can exist. Praise God. And that's the one that makes their decisions in life and conduct themselves in life like there is no God. And begin to conduct himself like God isn't true and like he really hasn't given his word to me and you who conduct himself that way. Though the word of God clearly says how we're supposed to live our lives, they continue to live a life that's opposite of what the word of God said. That's an effective fool or a person that lives effectually like a fool. And I'm so glad ain't nobody like that up in here either. Praise God. 
That one wasn't as strong as the first one. Praise God. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Praise God. Because we ain't going to be like that. Well, God's talking to his church right now and saying, wake up. You're children of light. Walk as children of light. Why? Because there's a world out there that needs to know God is real. And they were in the world out there still looking for the real deal. But if nobody steps up and live this thing like they're supposed to, then the darkness will continue to move forward like it's doing right now around me and you. Darkness is moving forward in this world. In fact, it's darker than it's ever been. We've seen things that we ain't never seen before. We are seeing things happen in the streets that used to happen in closets before. We're seeing stuff that people doing all kind of stuff is doing, and I ain't even left the church yet. Praise God. Because the church is doing all kind of crazy stuff too, because we're doing it because the world doing it. But that's not the way it's supposed to be amongst me and you. We're supposed to live a life that's different from them because we are the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones, the ones that's been separated from everybody else and made different from them. We are no longer like the world. We like our father. Praise God. And so therefore we're supposed to walk at that for the rest of the days of our life. And that's what God is talking to me and you about too. Talking to his church at large at this time too. He flat out talking to this church right here because he got a strong calling on this church to be able to do awesome. awesome. I said awesome, awesome, awesome things for the Lord. But in order to do that, he got to straighten us up, clean us up, line us up, fill us up, fire us up, and then wind us up real tight, and then let us go. And then the rest of the world's going to know that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God our Father, that there is no better life to live than the one that you can live in Christ, and that they have the opportunity to be able to come to Christ because we're going to know that thing that's due to be able to get them to Christ. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Well, that's what God wants to do. Now, the question is, is what do we got to do for that to happen to be through me and you? Go back to verse 1. We got to be followers, therefore, of him, of God, as dear children. We found out that that word followers means imitators, which that we imitate God. We mimic him. We imitate and copy him in action as well as speech. That's if we're going to reach the world that God wants us to reach. He wants us to begin to start conducting ourselves like we really are children of God and follow him as dear children. And this is beloved children, not scared children, not children that's scared that something bad's going to happen to me and you if we don't do what God said do. No, we already know that Jesus Christ has handled that and no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. And we ain't, got, we ain't worried about a father that's going to beat us up and jack us up and hit us over the head with a mallet. That ain't why we're doing this. We're doing this because we love our father. And because we love him and what he did for me and you, then we want to live the life that he wants us to. Especially since Jesus Christ bled for me and you to be able to live this life that he has for me and you. Then if he died for us to receive it, then it seems like we ought to go ahead and line up with it and receive it. And live the life like he wants us to do as dear children. That's why we found out that if we're going to live this thing out like he did too, then we're supposed to live this thing out holy in front of everybody too. We found out, praise God, that the number one thing that a Christian ought to do, the ultimate aim of the Christian life is to display Christ's likeness in life. It's not to have a new car and drive real far and send back selfie pictures of you to everybody else around. Are you listening to me up in here about how you spend your time out of town? No, it's to be able to be the person that God wants you to be and live out what he wants you to live out, displaying godliness in all the world. To do that, we found out you have to deny ungodliness and live godly in this world. You got to learn to deny it. You got to learn to disavow it, to reject it, to abnegate it, to refuse it to the point that, no, I ain't ain't doing that no more. I don't live like that no more. I don't act like that no more and refuse ungodliness because when we do so, we'll put a light on the truth of the life. And that is that you don't have to live like that. 
The world is lying to people, tell them they've got to do certain things, they've got to live certain ways, and it's just, it's just the way it is. The devil is a liar because the, God wants to send forth his into the world who are children of light that walk their life right and live their life like they're supposed to so the rest of the world can find out, yes, it can be done. Why? Because I saw somebody living it right in front of me, and that person is going to be you. You're going to be the epistle that people are going to read until they read the epistle that they're supposed to read. You're going to be the person that's going to demonstrate Christ because you are the, or the person who is carrying Christ to them. You are the person that's going to show them what God is really all about because you live this thing out the way the, uh, the Bible said we're supposed to live it out. Well, that's what you're going to do, and that's what God is planning for me and you, and that's what we're going to do, at least up in here, up in here, up in here. That's what we're going to do up in here. We're going to live the life that God wants us to do. Last time we got together, we found out that it's a privilege to be a son of God. That God has given us the privilege to be son of God. Because everybody ain't a son of God. We are in an elite class of people. Praise God. And that is to be able to live this thing out like God wants us to do. Because everybody can't live like me and you. Anybody can sin. But can't nobody live holy but us. Anybody can be able to be defeated in life and get towed up and live raggedy jacked up life. But only us can live victorious every day in our life. We're the only ones that can do that. Why? Because we've been given the privilege to become sons of God. And as sons of God, everybody ain't sons of God. Everybody ain't different like us. Everybody can't live like us. And so since that's the case, we ought to make sure that we live this thing out like God wants us to do. And the reason why is because they didn't receive him like we do. The Bible says he came to his own and his own received him not. Neither did they know him. But to them that received him gave he power to become sons of God. We found out that word power means privilege. God gave us the privilege to be sons of God. It is a privilege that should be honored by me and you to be able to live this life that God made available to me and you. We found out subjectively that that word power also means capacity, which means God gave us the capacity to live as sons of God, which means you got the stuff to be able to live this thing out like you're supposed to. You got the size, you big enough to live this thing out like you're supposed to. Because you got the capacity to be a son of God. We found out it means competency, that God has given you the competency to be a son of God, which means you ain't got to fail at being a Christian. You can be excellent at being a Christian. You can get all A's in Christianity, everything you do. Because the way you get an A is to know what you're supposed to know and be able to display it to everybody too. Are you listening to me up in here? We found out you can get an A in Christianity. You ain't got to live a raggedy life. You ain't got to be getting all jacked up in life. Well, you know, that's just the way, that's just, the devil is alive. That ain't got to be like that. You can do this thing. Say, I can do this thing. Oh, yes, you can. And you can get A's at it too. You ain't got to be even an average Christian. You can be an excellent Christian in everything you do. And anybody hear me up in here? You can be the creme de la creme in him if you do this thing like you're supposed to. Because he's already set that up for you. Now the question is, are you going to do what it is he wants you to do? And we found out he's also given you the freedom to be a son of God. The freedom to be a son of God. Because you can't do this thing all bound up. You got to be set free. But thank God for the word of God. Because the truth is what sets us free. And then we get a chance to be free to be who we're supposed to be. We ain't all hemmed up and held back from being who we're supposed to be. But we can be able to stand up and live this thing out like we're supposed to be. I don't know if you ever had clothes that was too small. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, you can't do all that you want to do. You want to bend down and pick up something, but you don't want to tear up the bottom of your pants to do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. But when you wear your pants to, to, to fit and wear your clothes to fit, you free to be able to do anything you want to do now. And God wants to give you a life where you free to be able to live this thing out like you're supposed to do. Can go buy what you can buy, go live where you want to live, and go give where you want to give, go do what you want to do, because you living this thing out in royalty like it was designed for you. God wants to make you free. Somebody say free. Free. 
We found out objectively it means mastery. We found out last time that God gives you mastery in being a Christian. You can be a master at being a Christian. You can be a 10th degree black belt at being a Christian. Are you listening to me up in here? And handle anything that come your way that's trying to stop you from doing what you're supposed to do. Because you are a master at this. You don't have to be muddling this and muff, muffing up this and tan up this. No, you can be a master at being a Christian until other people come to you and want to find out how to live this thing out like you. And concretely, we found out it, it means token of control. We found out the first Adam gave up control because he didn't do what God said do and did the opposite of what God said do. And therefore, he relinquished control of his life. And because he was the first man, everybody else's life after him. But we found out there was another Adam that came and took back control, snatched the keys of death, hell, and the grave from the devil. Praise God. And then gave control back to me and you. Because when you become a child of God, Satan, who had you in control, loses control because God gives control back to you. You now have control over your life again because you're a child of God. Which means you can say no when you're supposed to say no. You can say yes when you're supposed to say yes because you back in control. Your hands is back on the steering wheel. Now the question is, is will you go in God's will? That's where the question is. Are you listening? But God has given you back the control so that you can be able to be superhuman. Watch out now. Super. That fires me up. They don't do nothing for y'all. Superhuman. Now, before you start going to get your tights with your little S on the chest, praise God. That's not what I'm talking about. Praise God. Because we found out that the word human is what most people identify themselves as. They're human. But we find out when God created man, he didn't create human. He created man. Man didn't become human until after Adam sinned. When Adam sinned, that's when man became human. The hue in the front of man means flawed and capable of error, which means when God originally makes a man, he don't make him flawed and capable of error. He makes him perfect. But he passed through and entered into sin because he was born in sin, <laughs> shaped in iniquity. And as a result of that, that hue got attached to thee. Are you listening to me up in here? That's why you come out sinning and making mistakes. Are you listening to me and doing things that you don't do? Because you are human, flawed and capable of error. But when God recreates you back into his image and after his likeness, he takes the hue off and leaves the man there, which makes you super man. Because the word super means greater than, which means you are greater than human. You are a child of God. You are a... You're, oh, see, I'm... I'll clap. You don't. Praise God. You are now a child of God. Whereas other humans might not be able to stop doing what they do. You, Superman, can stop anything that you wanted, that you used to do. Whereas you, human, couldn't do the things that you wanted to do. Now you, Superman, da-da-da-da, can do what it is you're supposed to do. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's somebody that's walking in Jesus' name. Is anybody hearing me over here? This is the way we're supposed to live this thing out. But the question is, is whether we're going to live this thing out the way God wants us to do. Well, he's given us the privilege to be sons of God. We found out there's two reasons for the difference between us and them. Two reasons for the difference between us and them. Reason number one is that they don't know him like we do. The reason number one is they don't know him. We don't, they don't know him like we do. We know God. They don't know God. They see him as the man upstairs. They see him as, a, as my higher power. They see him as, you know, this guy up in there, you know, that's, that's going to come through us maybe some hour. No, they don't know him like we do. We know God. 
And because we know God and we conduct ourselves like we're supposed to. We know him absolutely. We know him consistently. We know him the way he's supposed to be, the way he truly is too. And as a result of that, we received him, which is reason number two. They haven't received him like we did. We found out that that word receive means to associate oneself with. They don't associate with God like he wants them to do. And they have not assumed an office of a Christian like they're supposed to. We were soon. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that God really does want all of us to be imitators of Him. I hope that you're being inspired to do what you need to do to take advantage of the awesome opportunity to be more like God so that we can walk like He wants us to walk and talk like He wants us to talk and enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're more like God. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got there at the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645. Saturday afternoons at 430 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after sofa. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AGW be hanging. Child care is provided at no charge. The VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.